Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I have a very special guest. I'm so excited to bring him to you guys. Today's guest went through the interview process with four top companies, was in the final stages for all four, and ended up go, uh, landing a job with one of the top medical device sale companies in the world. Today we have Adrian, and I, I was going to say Adrian's last name. I'm the worst. I butcher names all the time. So I'm going to have Adrian just introduce himself. So Adrian, welcome to your sh to the show and introduce yourself, man. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so glad to be here. My name is Adrian Makowiti. Uh, no worries. Everyone always gets it wrong. Uh, it's a Kenyan last name. Uh, so like, like Jacob mentioned, um, I just recently broke into medical device sales uh, with a great company. Um, I actually haven't even had my first official day yet. I am in the training stage. So six weeks of training, flying all over the place. And I'm actually in a hotel right now, if you can see, um, just got in maybe two hours ago. So uh, really glad to be here. Yeah, man. And, and like you guys just heard, Adrian is a man on the move. We've been, we've been texting back and forth. And ever since he's got hired, man, he's flying everywhere. He's traveling and they got him getting ready to get prepped into it. So again, I tell everybody, Everyone asks, what's it like once you get hired? And, and it's different for everyone because I got hired during COVID. So all my stuff was like on Zoom when I should have been traveling and going in classes and stuff. So things now have opened up more. It's fun to see. But Adrian, first off, congratulations on getting your job offer with your company, man. Like I know how hard you worked. I know we had talked, um, but it's super exciting to, to see you finally land one and, and be in the uh, industry. It's crazy, to be honest. I'm just Thinking back to the whole journey um, when I first started, and I guess that's a pretty good transition. I guess I'll just give my background. Yeah, um, yeah, go into it. I, yeah, so um, I'm based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. I've lived in Albuquerque for 20 years. I'm 23 years old. Um, and, you know, I was going to... I was going to the University of New Mexico. I graduated in December of 2020, uh, bachelor's in biology. And I really thought I was going to go into dental school. Um, I was because I've gone through dental work myself and I've seen how it changed my confidence. And I was like, I really want to, you know, I can see myself doing this. Um, the thing is, so I started studying for my dental admissions tests and it was taking, I studied for six months, six hours every single day. And I took my test and after I was done, I was like, man, that was, that was insane. Come out $500,000 in debt. Um, then you, you know, you have a two year residency where you're making like 40 K a year before you can actually really start making big bucks. And even then you have to tackle this now $500,000 of debt. Um, so I was like, you know, as much as I like dentistry, <clears throat> I don't know if I like it that much, you know, so. <laughs> So um, I, that's when I had a mentor who opened my eyes to medical device sales. He worked for a smaller company, but um, I remember seeing, you know, uh, the way he was living his life and his lifestyle. And I was like, you know, what do you do? When he opened my eyes, he told me about what he did. Um, <clears throat> and I did some research on the industry and I was like, you know, one, if I were to join medical device sales, I would be able to positively impact people's lives. Yeah. Two, my whole professional work career has been all sales. So I think it would be a good fit. It's, it's a good mix of both science as well as sales. So then I really started going hard for that. Um, first, I was just blindly applying online. I searched up top medical device companies in the world. I went online. <clears throat> Any positions, I was just applying for them. Um, and then 
you know, obviously I wasn't really getting anything back. Um, so that's when I went on to YouTube and I searched some medical device sales, found Jacob. Um, <laughs> so started watching, started watching your channel, man. Um, it, it, so much knowledge, you know, um, again, you, you started making that you were making made the channel even before you were in med device. Yep. Um, and I got to see you break in and all, you know, you were flexing and whatnot. Um, and there were so many gems on there. Um, so then I went ahead, I signed up for your, uh, uh, your, is it the, the book, the ebook? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. And that helped me tremendously as well. Um, just a wealth of information. Um, and, you know, by instant, basically, after looking at that, I noticed like my productivity and my responses and whatnot, everything went up. And then from there, it was really just a waiting game. Um, it, it, it took me f- four months, which is pretty quick to break in. Yeah, um, that's great, I, man. Yeah, I've spoken to some people who were like, you know, it's uh, nine, 10 years and yeah. I finally got in. And I was prepared. I was here for the long haul, to be honest. If it took me two years, I was fully prepared. Um, took me four months. And so here I am. I love it, man. And that's, that's, I love the mindset you just said, because same thing here. I told people my goal was six months, um, especially because I was get, trying to get hired during the heart of COVID where there's a bunch of hiring freezes. But again, same thing. I was like, hey, it might take me two years to get in because of my background and everything. Um, so that I love the mindset that you had there. And then also, again, just pounding the pavement. Um, you touched on, you did a little bit of sales before this. What, what kind of sales were you doing before you decided med device sales? So my very first job was, uh, it was a retail job. Uh, I worked retail in the mall. Um, I really just took it to get some sort of experience, something on the table. Um, worked there for two years and then I switched to solar. Um, and it was a 1099 solar job. I'm sure you've probably had those people knocking on your door. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk to you. I was that exact same guy. Um, so it was a grind. You know, um, if you don't sell, you don't eat with 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 that job you there's no salary or anything you're essentially your own business you choose when you want to go out and work so it's really it's if you really want to get it you'll get it but you have to put in the work um so i was you know working eight hours um whenever i could and when i had school four hours um putting in as much work as i could and it really taught me grit a yeah. ton of grit um just hard work essentially Hard work, um, yeah. getting doors slammed in your face, people treating you a certain way. Literally, literally. I've even had a gun pulled on me before. Surprise. Man. So, <laughs> uh, so it, it taught me so much. I'm very grateful for that job. But if I had to do it again, I don't think I want to do that job again. No, uh, I don't blame you at all after hearing that, man. Yeah, crazy. Um, so then my next job was um, software sales. I worked for a software sales company. Um, it was a startup and uh, it was most it's based at home because, you know, during this whole COVID area, so much, so much uh, work has shifted online. Yep. Um, so did software, calling on phones, um, trying to sell people the program. Um, and I kind of just took that job while I was trying to break into med device. Yep. Um, so, cause I, I got so tired of people. They kept on giving me, you know, you need B2B sales experience. You need this and that. I, I just said, okay, I'm going to get a B2B job. Where I can work from home just so I can build that experience while I break in. Yep. So I stayed at that job for three months and then eventually this job came uh, and here I am now. 
So smart, man. And I love the, just the openness, you know, like people say, go get that B2B sales experience. Because uh, like I said, personally, I got told that a million times, just like you. And I just kept saying, kick rocks. I run personal training. Um, I'm, I have my own business, but in the same respect, like I told people, that's why I knew it could take two, three, four years. Like I, I was just being uh, stubborn at that time to go and I could have gone and got it. But what I tell people is sometimes you do need to go get that sales experience. You just need to go two, three years, check them or sorry, two to three months check it off the mark. And then you can say that you took the leap. They can see that. Cause I even had recruiters say that to me. They're like, Hey, you don't have any, go do it for six months, reach back out to me. Then we can check that mark off and then you can move on. So I love it. And I love the, what I want you guys all to hear is Adrian's hustle, man. Like he's in college, he's still doing sales jobs. He's going and getting the experience of, you know, dealing with difficult people, getting told no, having to keep coming back. And again, just even bigger, you don't sell, you don't eat, you know, like that. That's the one thing I get calls and talks about all the time is like, what's the salary base? And the thing is, everybody's different. You know, some might be a very high base and a low commission. Some might be 50, 50, and some might be a 10, like he said, a 1099, where if you don't make a sale, you don't make a dollar, you know? So there's a lot of different, very varying um, ways to get paid here in med device and how the companies do it. So you have to check, but I love just go back and listen to what Adrian said of like, why he wanted to get in and what he did to get in because it was just the hustle with it out out of everything and then like you said adrian i was the same way we've talked about like i was going to go to ot like when you look at something you think you want to do but then when the finances don't make as much sense with like again i was gonna go to bot my debt was gonna be 150k and i was gonna come out making seventy thousand dollars a year and i'm like but how am i supposed to like pay that off and get a house and have a car and maybe have a family by the time I'm not 50, you know, like you, cause I was like, otherwise I'm just going to live in debt forever. And same thing, you know, I decided not to go that route when personal training paid off my debt. And then, you know, you find sales where you are helping people, you're making an impact on other people. But again, like I always tell if you, if you do a good job, this can be a financially very rewarding as well as rewarding, helping other people. And it can, and it can set you up to live a certain lifestyle as well. But again, like I've mentioned, I, I do always just want to put this. It's not all about the money. If you do it just for the money, you won't last in med device sales. We go through a lot. Um, I was just telling Adrian, you guys will see a vlog that I'm about to drive 10 hours tomorrow. I'm doing 72 hours of crazy travel. And if it was just for the money, like a lot of times people wouldn't just do all that because they're like, I'll just go get a job and do something else. So you guys really have to find your reason why and and really go for it. But then just transitioning, Adrian. So you're like, hey, you you decide you wanted to go in. And then you went all in. I, I know you did. And you were able to break it in four. And we talked. You had four top companies you were interviewing. And you made the final round with them. You actually got two offer letters. Went with your one company that you went with. But you also turned down two other companies that most likely were going to give you the offer letter. But you already had accepted it. So kind of just tell us about that process. What it was like. A, just the process of interviewing with those different companies. And then B, juggling having different offers, right? I, I've talked about it. I had, you know, I got four total job offers. Three came within 24 hours of each other. You know, I think when I did the math, I think I actually, within like eight hours of each other, I had all three and one came right before my final, 10 minutes before my final interview for my company I work for now. So kind of how you juggled that. So I'd love to hear how you, how your process was and then, and then just your experience with different companies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the whole interview process, um, it's, I guess I'll start off this way. Um, 
as, as has been stressed so many times, networking is absolutely key. Um, it's probably the biggest thing you, you need networking because um, I, I never, maybe one time when I was applying online, uh, I, I got a hit back and I got an interview off of that. And that was very early in the beginning. And I didn't really know how to interview either. It was terrible. Like my interview skills were absolute garbage. We've all been there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolute garbage. Um, so most of my interviews came because I networked on LinkedIn or in person. I spoke with the right person and I showed them that, you know, I really think I'm the right person for this job and I have the hunger for it. And they were like, you know, here's my manager. I'm going to tell them about you. Um, I, I told them, I'm going to tell them all about you. I want you to come and interview for the position. Um, you know, he'll, he'll give you an interview or whatever. So I'll speak with the manager. Um, and, you know, after quite a few failed interviews, you know, you start to kind of pick up on how to interview, Yep. you know, exactly what they're looking for. You know, the whole, you know, the right demeanor to have, um, be, you know, me, most of my interviews were over zoom because of yep. the whole COVID pandemic. Um, but, you know, I, Personally, I'm a very confident being. I'm a very confident person, and I try and portray that through Zoom as well. Um, and also, when you're on your Zoom interviews, you know you have to come buttoned up to. That's something that I had a lot of people comment on. They're like, you know, you're you're very buttoned up, um, very professional. They really liked that. Yeah. Uh, so you know, really treating treating it like it's a in-person job interview, um, and you know, they really like seeing you writing down notes as well. Yes. Uh, I was told something like 80, 90 percent of uh, they, the, the hiring manager himself said like 80, 90% of other med device reps don't really take notes. Yep. Like they'll be in the operating room. They don't take notes or they'll be on a meeting. They don't take notes. So when you take notes, it really does make you stand out. Um, so I would always be taking notes and I always came with questions prepared. Um, <clears throat> I usually have so many questions that I usually didn't even get to go through all of them. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But you have to make sure you pick the most well thought out questions, ones that are, uh, you know, going to set you aside from the rest. Because you have to remember with MedDevice, I've been told this is like the NBA of sales, right? Yep. This is like the big leagues. There's so many people who want this exact same job, um, especially if you're in, you know, bigger cities, there's so much talent around. Um, so you have to show that you are the right pick for this job because they're they could post it today and then in a week it has like 200 applications 200 submissions and if you're someone like me um where yes i've had sales experience but one i'm pretty young i'm 23 two none of it was b2b sales experience um there's some people who have 10 years 15 years of experience who are applying for the same position you want and you know realistically they're more qualified, but they've done this job before. Probably uh, you, you have no idea what you're doing. So why should they pick you over someone who has all this experience? And you have to really show that. Um, so personally, I think I conveyed that very well through my interviews. Uh, that's why I got the offers that I did. Um, but I had a ton of help as well on the way, along the way. Um, I know, Jacob, you said you spoke to, was it 180? Yeah. Uh, yep. I, by the time it was said and done, I had 180 uh, reps that I had listed on my Excel sheet that I had actually talked to. Yeah. For me, it's 136. Yeah. Uh, see, It's, it's great. Everybody has a different journey. It's, I remember I was just speaking to a, a lady in my company, maybe two weeks ago, I told her I spoke to 136 and she was completely blown away because for her, she had one interview and she got the job and she yeah. had never had a job before. 
you know yeah, so it's, some people you just have to work harder sometimes yeah uh, but all it really takes you just need one person to give you that that chance you know just one person to say yes and your life could change forever forever and, and i you guys just go back and listen to that five minutes again please just because everything adrian said in there is a hundred percent dead on and i there's i took a couple notes and the big thing i wanted to touch on is a couple things a is confidence something that hits me all the time I'm, i've been told i'm a very confident person just like yourself i am confident and and the reason i say that is because i, I made a post a, a, a couple months ago um and it's confidence comes from keeping promises to yourselves. And all I mean by that is like, especially like in fitness, right? People will get not confident because they told themselves they were going to go for a walk. They didn't. They said they were going to go read. They didn't. They said they were going to eat right. They didn't. Right. And that's where confidence comes. It's keeping promises to yourself because you know, you're going to follow through, you know, you're going to do it and it's how you can portray it. And again, that's what Adrian's talking about is like, you go through enough. Right. So I was, I was, put it because I was an athlete to game film when you're going through these interview processes just like him my first couple ones horrible they were bad I got slam dunked on and smashed and I took the L but by the time you see it four or five six times it's like okay I've seen this play before I know where the question's going I know what they're asking I know what they're looking for um, so again that's where I tell people Everyone has their dream job and I, and I get that but at the end of the day you just need to start interviewing with everybody even if it's somebody you're not serious about because you need to get that experience of interviewing and worst case scenario you can always turn down the job right but like most people will be like like i talked to an individual before they're like there's this company with this position in this one city that i want and i want it and i was like okay but so does 200 other people like you stated and i said you don't know what the interview process is. And it's not like a normal interviews. It's six. It's really six steps. A lot of times it's really hard. They're going to ask tough questions. And I'm like, your first ones are almost never good. Your first three, never good. Right. And I was like, and then I just made a question. The person didn't have sales experience. I'm like, what do you do when somebody who's coming from ADP, it's a president club winner has 10 years of experience, wants the job. And they say they have more experience. They're more qualified. We should take them. Why should we choose you? And the person had no answer. And I'm not doing this to pick on the person. I'm doing this to show you that's an actual interview question. And if you don't have the best answer ever for it, why you're the right person, you're out. Because somebody who has experience like Adrian was touching on, someone who has 10 years or five years or one year of experience, they've already experienced getting yelled at. They've already experienced getting told no. They've already experienced the process of selling like what from prospecting all the way to closing deals they know all this different stuff if you don't have that you want it and so like for me being a personal trainer i was able to take those steps and i could show it right when i prospected clients i still had to show the product they came and trained with me being able to relate that but that's one thing i really want to touch on is you got to make sure that you guys are able to tell your story but go through the interview process be able to talk to how you would be the best candidate like adrian did and being confident because again when you're in med device sales, it's not like you're talking to a bunch of dummies. You're talking to some of the smartest people in the world that are also very confident who just spent 12 to 14 years of their life in schooling and residency and all this stuff. Like they're going to challenge you if you don't know your stuff. And I say this to everybody who breaks in. If you don't even have this, if you kind of like have an idea, but you go, uh, you're done. Because if you say that to a doctor who knows their stuff and they, they're quizzing you when you first step in the OR room and you try to give them a bad answer or you try to go through your teeth, lie through your teeth and say something, you will never be trusted by that doctor ever again. 
you have to be able to show your stuff. So again, what Adrian's saying is so true. And then the last, excuse me, the last piece I wanted to touch on, he said 200 people. He's not kidding. Uh, My job position, I was told, I got, like I tell everyone, I got the call three weeks before it was ever posted. I was the dude. They told me I was going to be hired by this time, right? And then they said, hey, sorry, we had 180 people apply in two days. We, you got to go through the whole interview process. We still want you, but there's a lot of great candidates now and you got to, you got to beat them out. So that's why I tell everybody, this isn't a a decision of like, I kind of want to do it. I think this would be fun. Or I I'm thinking about med device sales because I tell you, if you're not, there's someone like me or Adrian, who's going to crush your soul. And I'm going to take your job because I dedicated my life to this. I woke up at 4am, 5am to get on calls with people in New York. I stayed up late, get, emailing people at 10 and 11 o'clock when I had to be up at four o'clock. Like I will just outwork you and do it better. And again, that's not, I, it comes off cocky and, and you can take it as you want, but when you're confident and you're just like, I'm just going to beat you because that's yep. the athlete in me. And that's just who I am. And again, who Adrian is, that's who you got to think you're going up against. So again, this is never coming out of arrogance of like, we think we're better than you. It's just like, if you want to go head to head with us, we're going to crush your soul. And that's the, that's the mentality you have to have to be able to beat it out because the whole interview process as Adrian, I'll have him speak to is telling you why you're not good enough and telling you why you should not take this job. That is literally the whole process of medical device sales. Yep. That's 100% facts. Um, you spoke about, uh, you know, you, you have to be extremely dedicated. This, I remember there was someone I spoke to, he's, he's in my division. He told me you have to leave absolutely zero doubt in their mind that you are the person for that job. Um, and I remember me personally, my, I, I made sure to tell them my work ethic has never been in question. Um, I, you know, when I was trying to break into med device, I was already working an eight hour job, um, but it was East Coast hours and I lived in central time. So I was waking up at 5.30 in the morning um, and then work would finish at around maybe three-ish. And then I would dedicate an extra four or five hours at the end of that, just to working on med device stuff. And it was like that every single day, including weekends. And, you know, people would tell me like, man, just like take a break and come like hang out or something. But I was like, you don't understand how bad I want this, right? You don't understand um, because, something my father always told me was if you know where you're coming from you know where you're going and I know what type of life I've lived up to this point you know we've we've me as my family I I came from Kenya we it's been a hard life there's been a lot of struggle and if you know uh, basically looking back at that struggle looking back at like where some of my my family is and where I want all of us to be I'm like I need to I need to get into this job you know I know with this job I can do something that I love and I can provide for my family eventually in the future and I'm not going to let anything get in my way so I made sure that you know all those objections that they gave me like you said they're just telling you exactly why you can't do this job and you have to you have to sit there and you have to you have to look them in the eye and tell them, you know, you're, you're completely wrong. You know, you don't know me. You don't know anything about me. Um, you know, I've, I've worked hard to get this job. Um, just the fact that I'm sitting in front of you right now, you know, like you said, I don't know anything about prospecting, but I'm right here in front of you right now. I've spoken to the three, uh, the three TMs that report to you. I've spoken to like five associates. I know who you report to. I know all the ins and outs of the hospital, like, come on now. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also mentioned something about basically taking a, taking a chance, uh, you know, 
sometimes applying to jobs that even if you don't think that's that's where you want to end up, um, just apply to it anyway, so you can really learn how to interview, essentially. Yep. The job that I have right now, um, it's, to be honest, I never really wanted to come to this location, uh, relocate to this location in the first place. It was never a thought in my mind. Um, the initial place I wanted to go to, there ended up being like an internal change, and uh, they weren't able to offer that position anymore. But the recruiter told me, you know, there's an opening here and here. And I was like, okay, sure, I'll, I'll just I'll just interview anyway. That whole interview process from the day I interviewed to the day I got the job offer was like two and a half weeks. And had I not just said like, you know, screw it, I guess I'll just interview, I would have never gotten this break. And it's in what I think the perfect division for me based off of what I've seen I've shadowed some cases I've done some work even though I haven't started yet um and I'm, I'm so excited to start so you know take chances um I would just apply to any job you can interview wherever you can because even the connections you can make can be invaluable I've made so many connections with people who aren't in my division who are even in pharma um who you know they said, you know, if at any moment you want to, uh, you know, you consider us again, um, speak to me and we can, we can work something out. That's so, huge. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I want to touch on just a couple things real quick. A, it's just open-mindedness. That's when you're looking at interviewing with other companies, being open-minded because you don't know, what, like, it's what I tell everybody. You don't know how good something is until it comes into your face. Right. And like, if you're just a closed minded person, you don't see it. You don't, you might not be seeing this amazing opportunity that could be better than you ever imagined anything. You just got to be a, able to taste it all because this is what I'll tell you. You may have this company on your list, but guess what? You go interview it. The manager, you got a bad vibe from the territory. Didn't sound good. The reps are uh, rude to you. And the, you're like, this sucks. But you go interview where somewhere you're like, I don't really want it. This company doesn't is it. And it's an amazing culture. They offer just as much, if not more than the, your top company. Th that happens all the time. So again, you guys just have to be open and network with everybody um, because what Adrian's talking about, this job, you hope to be in a job for 20, 30 years, right? Like that's what a lot of people, they want a career. Let's just be real. We're in sales. COVID happens again. You could be fired tomorrow. Like I laugh because that's, I'm cool with it. I save my money. Like I'm, I'm smart with my finances, but it's like, I'm cool with it. I'll figure it out. I was a personal trainer. I like, I could still make it all work. Most people, I say that and they're about to cry. And I'm like, how are you in sales? Right. But the reason I'm saying this and I'm making that joke is it's all about connections because guess what? There might be a day with Adrian, we've connected, I might get fired. Adrian's moved up the chain and he knows somebody who has an opening that could help me. You know, it's, it's, that's how this world works. It, and that's not just med device that's everywhere, but like, that's why it's super important to be reaching out and networking because, and also just like Adrian, Adrian's a cool dude. Like I love networking with so many great people because there's so many driven people that you can surround yourself to make yourself better. And that's, what's really fun about, especially this industry, because there's a lot of high performers and people who want to go after it. And the last thing I really want to touch on is what Adrian mentioned about his family, where he comes from and what his why is. And if you heard the passion in his voice, I'm telling you why he wants to be in this position. That's why he beats you out. And that's the thing I try to tell everybody because when somebody comes and complains to me that they're like working 10 hours or that they're like, oh, my territory manager is not doing the case and now I have to, guess what? That's why Adrian's going to beat your butt because you're a spoiled little brat. And I say that to everybody because everyone tells me that they want this until they, they don't, 
right? And like when you have someone like Adrian, who's his why is it's got to be bigger than you. Same with me. Why I'm in here, it's not just to help myself. It's this podcast is to help other people. It's not just for me. It's to bring value to other people, and I know that's what this is doing. And so your why has to always be more than just you, because if it's just you, you're gonna quit. You're gonna feel bad for yourself. You're gonna feel sorry. The the, the victim mentality at some point will hit in, and you got to be able a to wipe it off and get right back into it. But I say that because when you meet a person like Adrian with a why like that, and you hear that in the interview process, and then I have some spoiled brat who comes from a college or a certificate that they got that they paid money for. And they're like, I want in this sale, kick rocks. I get told all the time. That's what happens. And those people are the worst they hire because they're not hard workers. And again, that's not a knock on where you're coming from. I don't care if you go to medical sales college or you do, or if you come from sales or no sales, it's got to be your why. It's got to be how passionate are you? Are you going to be willing to work and are you willing to do everything it takes to be successful no matter what? Because if you are, I promise you'll come in, you'll break in and you'll be an awesome rep. And I promise you, if you don't, you're going to suck and you're going to be out of this industry in a couple of years. And that's just, or you're going to be in this industry and you're going to be a subpar rep that never does really anything great. And you're just like, and I guess, and then that's some people's lives. Again, I can't hate on it, but that's not my life. I'm not here to just be like bottom of the barrel, uh, scraper of the bottom and just like get by like that's not my life We're, we got too much time and too much to offer to other people absolutely 100% agree everything you just said I love it man so hey Adrian I know people are going to reach out this always happens so it's my favorite question of the whole podcast too if someone reaches out to you and they're like Adrian what can I do to break into med device sales what is your advice to me what is it what would you tell that person who's trying to break into medical device sales right now Perfect. So I have a few things. Uh, first of all, as I've already said earlier on, it's been stressed. Networking is the number one thing. You just need to simply put, just talk to as many people as you can. It's it's it really is. It's it's just how chances work, you know. Like if I talk to a thousand people, my chances of breaking in, you know, compared to if I only spoke with like fifty people, it's exponentially higher, right? Just because I know if, at least one of those thousand people are, are gonna like me enough to say, okay, I'm gonna give you a shot at this job. So networking for sure. Um, when you're networking and reaching out on LinkedIn, make sure you actually have a good like a unique message you know these different reps are getting hit up so like by so many people all the time and i know this because like i said i just got this job and i've already my inbox is filled with people who are like i just saw that you started uh a few weeks ago do you have any tips for me etc you know so they're getting hit up by so many people you have to stand out by some somehow so show that you've you know put in at least some work you know at least a little bit about the industry and that you're just looking for some advice you don't you're not asking them for a job per se yeah you're just saying can i just like pick your brains and that's a great time to display your personality um talk more about your drive your why uh your background and why you think you'd be a good fit for this job um but also not even just reps but recruiters are very underrated um, you need to be reaching out to recruiters 100%. I noticed whenever I reached out to recruiters and I spoke with them directly, they worked the hardest to find me a position because um, they they had like a, it's almost like they have like a direct link to the hiring managers, right? If they told the hiring manager, um, there's this candidate here, I think you would speak with him. Like I always got the interview. Yep. Um, so make sure you reach out to recruiters. And if you need to, a MedReps account, uh, MedReps, it shows you, you know, whoever posted that 
job. It shows you sometimes, uh, you know, jobs that aren't, you won't find them online. Um, but it shows you the recruiter who posted that job. So you reach out to them on LinkedIn. Um, and that can be a way to get a job uh, interview. Um, <clears throat> but also, you know, offering to use your own resources when you want to take these, these reps out for could be a breakfast, could be a coffee, could be a lunch. I mean, this is the time to spend that money. You know, this is the time because once you break in, that money will come back to you. Yep. Uh, but this is you investing in yourself. So just a cup of coffee or like a, you know, $30 lunch or something, not a big deal. You charge it to your card. You're going to make it back once you get in. That's how I viewed it. Um, <clears throat> right now, it's uh, this is a great time to break in. Um, there's so many openings. There's I see it all the time on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, just so many job openings. A lot of people uh, are you know moving around. Um, and my company, in fact, they just had a. Uh, it was kind of like a, I don't know if I'd call it like an exodus or something, but so many positions. So right now is an excellent time to break in. Yep. Um, but also know that when you do get to those interviews and you're interviewing with those individuals, you're, you're also interviewing them. You have to make sure this is the right fit for you. Make sure the, the culture is great. You know, make sure you actually like who you're speaking to because I was in some interviews where I spoke with the, the, you know, the hiring managers, the regional managers, whatever. And I did not have a good time. I was like, you know, if I have to work here to break in, I will, but I know 100% I'm going to leave. Yep. And that's because they didn't, some of them didn't take me seriously. They didn't respect me. I reached out to them like six times. They still wouldn't get back to me. And I was like, you know, clearly this person thinks I'm a joke. So I'm going to move on. Um, so, you know, just knowing, like, again, I, I like to go back to what my father says. Um, he also told me, you know, uh, if, if it's yours, it's yours. Nobody can take it from you. So every time that I would get rejected for a job, rejected in the interview process or something, he would just say that means it wasn't for you, you know, like because th there's a job out there that is for you and you alone. So it seems like I found that job. Um, and, you know, like I said, it just takes one person to take a chance on you. Um, and the other thing is like once you actually get in, you break into med device, you have to give back, you know, because you didn't get into this alone. Yep. You, you know, spoken with so many people who put you in touch with other people. They helped you out. It's only fair that you you reach back out. You you help others whenever they reach out to you. You give advice too, um, and you know, don't be afraid to be yourself. Is another another yeah. one. It's said time and time again, but it's that's because it's so true. Um, you should never feel like you have to change yourself for the company. Yep. You know. You have your own unique traits, and these companies are looking for. They they want they want different types of personalities, different backgrounds. You know, you don't want it to all just be one demographic. You want a ton of different personalities, and that's what makes you stand out. Exactly. Um, so make sure you're always being yourself, um, and you should find a company that wants you as you are. Um, and my last piece of advice would be: once you do get offers, if you get multiple offers, make sure you you leverage. Um, that's how I got my position. It's, uh, it's, it's, I remember what happened with me was I was speaking with another company. They sent me a great offer, amazing offer. Um, but the thing is like, I wanted my current company more than that company. Yep. So I made sure to call my, uh, uh, the regional manager and I told him, look, um, I, I, I want you to know that this morning I just got a, an offer from this other company and, uh, you know, 
I really would prefer to work for your company. I really like what I've seen here. Um, but, you know, to be respectful, you know, with their time, they want a response by a week from now. Um, so I was supposed to have uh, an interview actually early in January. And when I was talking with my, uh, I guess my now regional manager, who's basically like, uh, he didn't even let me finish talking. Like he just heard the thing. Like uh, he heard, uh, I got another offer and he cut me off. He was like, let me stop you right there. Um, let me reach out to, uh, the last person I was supposed to be interviewing with, he was like, let me see if I can move it forward. And the day after that, I got my final interview and I got my offer. So make sure you leverage uh, to get the exact job that you want. Um, that. Yeah, that's that's all the, all the advice I can give right Guys, now. Guys, that, that is the best advice I've gotten on this show. Please re- listen to that 18,000 times. Like literally everything you said right there, Adrian, is 100% dead on. And lastly, on where he just commented on, how to leverage. That was the perfect way to leverage. I did the exact same thing. I I went in, I literally got, like I told you, I got the call 10 minutes before I went into my final interview. And then at the end I said, Hey, I just want you guys to know, I got an offer from uh, one of the other companies. I let them know which one, because it was a big name. And I'm like, I just want you to know, you guys are my number one choice. I want to be with you, but in the same respect, I need to respect them because they're taking a chance on me as well. And I need to respect their time so again, and it puts the pressure on them because it, and it will also let you know if they really want you or not like that. Your manager wants you. He's like, please stop. I'm going to get this moved up. And it worked out. And then again, you can leverage pay and, and, and it comes in and it's not you being greedy. You're just taking care of yourself. And again, same thing. I knew who I wanted to work with. That's what we say is reach out to a bunch. You can have your different tiers of one, two, three, four, five, but going through that. And then I really did just want to touch on where you talked about like doing whatever it takes, investing in yourself straight up. Same thing here. I literally, one thing that made me stand out in the final interview, I went to an account and I, before I was in, this one when I was still a personal trainer, I went into an account that was one of their bigger names that they knew on the radar for uh, uh, an actual office. And I offered to buy them lunch. And I was like, it cost me three to $500. And like at the time being a personal trainer, that hurts. Like I'm like, God, that, that's a big investment. But to me, I was like, but if I get this job and the average rep makes this much money or whatever it is, I know I'll make that a million times back over my, my whole life. Right. And that's why you guys got to look at it is so many times I hear people like they don't want to buy LinkedIn premium. They don't want to buy medreps.com. They don't want to buy resources that are 30, 50, a hundred dollars or taking people out to uh, coffee or a lunch or something like that. Like I literally just flew out the other day. Um, and a lot of people saw it with Jay love him to death. He's like the best. And it's like, you can go out and it's like, if you can just offer to pay people, remember that people remember when, even if you're like, you're coming in, they remember when you buy them something. So just remember whenever you guys are doing anything to it's an investment in yourself and your career. Don't look at it as I just lost $40 or that lunch cost me $52. Because again, I've been there to where I had to live off of $50 a week. Like I know the feeling, I know the grind, I know the hustle, but it's what do you want and what do you want to get after it? So, but again, I I want you guys to go back and listen to that again, because Adrian, every single point he just said there with the networking, the reaching out, everything was a hundred percent dead on. It's, I, I felt like I was listening to myself like that. He crushed it and he had his own spin on it. It was even better than I could have said it. So Adrian, there's no doubt that you're going to crush it. I'm so excited for you, man. Um, and I just want to say again, congratulations on breaking in. I know you worked your tail off and I'm just so excited to, to see you finally in the industry. And I know you're going to crush this. Thank you so much. And I, uh, I cannot wait, cannot wait to work hard. Um, love being challenged. I can't wait to, you know, I know what this job comes with the stress and whatnot, 
I signed up for it and I'm, I'm ready for it. So hundred percent. Yeah. No doubt in my mind, you're going to be successful. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. If you guys are watching on YouTube, press that like and subscribe button. If you're listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. Just to, again, get more people out to learn about medical device sales in this great industry. Again, you guys can go. We have the first year book. Again, it just came up out on my website to where it's my first year experience. I, I broke in. I didn't know what to expect. I, I made a whole book about you know what I wish I would have known, what I did to be successful, how I took the lowest for, uh, performing territory in the nation to breaking into the top five at one point and now being top trending up there. And again, the thing I just want to talk about is it's always just to be a resource to help you guys. Don't ever feel any pressure. Same thing with uh, new to medical device sales. If you guys are looking in, you can get my book at new to medical link is in the description where it's telling how I got four job offers from top 30 medical device sale companies with no previous sales experience. Uh, you guys can go over to my website as well. I just put together, you can get a free 30, 60, 90 day plan which you guys will need when you guys are going through the interview process, especially the final stages. You just put your email in, it'll shoot it over to you and we will start sending out weekly emails. So if you guys just want to sign up for that letter, you can do that as well. And then lastly, Facebook, you guys can look us up. I'm trying to make a group, new to medical advice sales, come and join us. I'm getting it to where there's people trying to break in with reps that are already in. You guys can ask questions. We're making a community for it. And then if you have questions, I love getting your guys' messages. I literally call, reach out to everybody, whoever reaches back or reaches out to me. If I don't and you guys have reached out to me and I haven't got back to you, please reach out to me again because as you know, I'm busy and sometimes I'll look at a message, get a call. I totally forget about the message, but you guys can reach out to me on Jacob McLaughlin on LinkedIn, otherwise new to medical device sales on TikTok, Instagram, and all the other platforms. So really appreciate you guys listening. I hope you have a great night or a great day whenever you're listening to this and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.